This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Wrestling Grind Up on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey! Uh, this weekend coming up Saturday uh, for the American Sunday for New Zealanders. We have Survivor Series War Games coming up. Uh, it's our usual November Survivor pa- Survivor Series pay-per-view, uh, but we've got a couple of extra War Games matches thrown in on top. Uh, at time of recording, which is before SmackDown, we only have five matches to talk about, uh, but we are going to run down that card. And let's start with the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey, Shotzi, one-on-one, Good luck, Shotzi. Yeah, you know I love Shotzi. I, I adore her. She is not leaving this this arena with the, her right arm. Yeah, it's going to be a real rough one, right? It, I still can't really figure out what they're doing with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, obviously, Shotzi did win the six-pack challenge to earn this, so it's not like she just sort of got handed it randomly. She is getting a little bit of a push to have this match, but... You know, as you say, there's there's a uh, very low chance that Shotzi is uh, going to survive versus holding the title above her head. Yep. Um, I think a certain ex-CEO theme song says it best for her chances. Fair enough. Um, but really, that opens up the question, because what are we actually doing with the SmackDown Women's Championship? You know, I look at the Raw Women's Division and I look at this War Games match we've got. There's at least three feuds weaving through that one, if not even four. Um, and there's so much more uh, stuff that's happening. And then I look over at SmackDown and the match we choose to deliver is is Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Um, and yeah, there's not a l- huge line of people behind Shotzi lining up to take on Ronda. Yeah. That's just how thin the SmackDown division is, which was our greatest fear when they made Liv the SmackDown champion. Mm-hmm. And then they added more and more people to the Raw division immediately afterward. Yeah, I'll see if I can pull up a list of WWE personnel and then jump on down to the SmackDown women's division. Uh, not including injured people. Uh, we have B-Fab, Emma, Lacey Evans, Liv Morgan, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Sarah Logan just returning, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Sonya Deville, Zia Lee, and Zelina Vega. Uh, still out, we've got Charlotte Flair sitting in the wings, Sasha Banks, Naomi. Uh, you got a few, uh, sitting around with, you know, not necessarily positions ready to go, but, 
there's not a lot of strength on those that first set of names. Obviously, a lot on the second set, but not a lot on that first set of names. Yeah. Especially when you compare it to Raw, when you have Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim. <laughs> Somebody's not being named yet. <laughs> You're just uh, listing off the war games, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bailey, Dakota Kai, Aya Sky, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, and that's just a drop in the bucket. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely so different. It's night and day when you look at Raw and you look at SmackDown for their women's division. And um, I I just don't know what we're going to do going forward with the SmackDown women's division. Um, but something's got to happen. I personally think, I know you hated the idea, but I think they should have unified the titles permanently back at WrestleMania. Mm. You want to unify everything. No, I just think it was... It's gotten to the point where it's just basically the SmackDown title is basically the Intercontinental title mm-hmm. because it it doesn't mean anything because it just doesn't have the stars to fight for it. Yeah, I I would be keen instead of two women's world titles for a world title and a women's secondary. Um, I think it could probably be done pretty well and would open up a few more opportunities. Um, for the likes of those names that I listed out from the SmackDown roster who are not necessarily getting near the SmackDown Women's Championship, but could get near that sort of uh, secondary woman's title. Alrighty. Let's look at our United States Championship match. It's a triple threat match. Seth Rollins, he's going to be defending against Bobby Lashley and uh, a new aggravated Austin Theory. Yeah. Uh, definitely seems like Austin Theory's going through a revamp stage here with his character. He stopped doing the selfie stuff, or at least it was mentioned in a previous recap that he didn't do. So, yeah, it does look like they're reworking him a bit, which I'm fine with. Um, Seth Rollins finds a way to steal the, t- the, um, to walk out with the title. I mean, he was the protege of the, um, serial assassin for a reason. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I think uh, I'm with you on this one. I hate it when we go through pay-per-views and we just agree on all of them. Um, but I think Seth Rollins picks up a win uh, or, you know, some way to leave with the championship. Um, my gut just says Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory may be that uh, feud they want to do after this one uh, and move Seth Rollins on to a different set of challenges. I uh, don't quite know, but... It definitely yeah, seems is good stuff. If the title is changing hands, it definitely would be Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think it's the right time yet for it. Um, especially with Seth's title ring being fresh. But they've done crazier things, so... They definitely have done crazier things. Uh, let's hope we disagree on the next one. It is a singles match. It is our last non-war games matchup. It is AJ Styles with Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mia Yim in his corner, taking on Finn Balor with Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and Rhea Ripley in his corner. I'm going with AJ Styles. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I would love Finn Balor to win and end this feud once and for all. I don't think it ends. I feel like I'm just sitting around parroting you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think AJ wins here. If Finn does win, it will immediately then have an edge return. Because, of course, that's probably what they're going to (laughs) do. 
Yeah, it just feels like everything has been uh, coming up Judgment Day lately. You know, Bella's beating Styles a lot. The Judgment Day's beating the OC. Um, the OC has just brought in Mia Yim to stand opposite Rhea. Uh, it feels like you got to give at least one win to AJ Styles in the OC, right? Uh, you can't just give them all to Judgment Day. Or you do, and then, as you said, it's all over. Um, just doesn't feel like they're going to go that route. It feels like we'll give the OC a win here and um, potentially drag this one out a little bit further. Yeah, since we don't have a December pay-per-view this year. That's true, as of right now, seemingly. Uh, but we will have to wait and see how long it gets dragged out for and uh, where it goes, because a lot of feuds go into that Rumble match and a lot of feuds come out. All right, men's or women's? I'm going to leave the choice to you. Uh, let's go the men's, because right. I think the women's is more interesting. Alrighty then. We have the bloodline consisting of Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, the Usos, and Solo Sokoa taking on the team of the Brawling Brutes, Seamus Rich Holland and Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens joining as the final man to the team to oppose the bloodline. As of recording. As of this very second. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would not be surprised if there's an attack on Kevin Owens and he's written off for the match and they have to get somebody else. <laughs> because, of course, they could do something silly like that. Um, This, I think, will be a phenomenal match as, as far as War Games matches can be. War Games, honestly, I'm not that interested. Okay. Um, simply because it's too long of a match and nothing matters until everybody's in there. Fair. Um, if you could end the match at any point, I'd be more interested in it because that could mean a situation where maybe, um, it's just the Usos and Solo in the ring with, um, Holland and Butch and they score a pinfall and win the match. That's not going to happen because the Royals of the match. So you, you know, that the first 30-some-odd minutes of the match aren't going to matter. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, For me, War Games, the cooler part about it is usually having uh, the two rings set up for the rest of the matches. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the other matches we got on the card, and I don't think any of them are featuring any too many uh, uh, flippy guys or stuff that's going to get, uh, you know, super cool usage of the two rings. Uh, but yeah, I will be interested I, I to see how. I think the most likely match to get anything used out of it is going to be the uh, triple threat. Yeah. Because I think uh, Seth, Seth, and- can, Seth can do some stuff, and Austin's pretty uh, uh, athletic himself. Hmm. So Bobby Lashley, 450 splash and coming. <laughs> uh, but in terms of this men's War Games match, I I like it with the competitors that are currently in it. Uh, I do find it interesting Seamus being on the front of the graphics instead of Drew McIntyre. Um, I, look, you put Seamus and Drew on a team and do you expect me to bet against them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm right there with you. <laughs> we just can't disagree today, can we? <laughs> um, this is, I think, the match built for the Budline to lose. And I think it's Jay that takes the fall. I think Jay takes the fall, further skizzing him from the from Roman, 
because he let him down. Mm-hmm. And and it's all because of Sammy. I th- I think it'll be a situation where Sammy tries to help him and he refuses the help or something and turns into a Claymore or a Brogue kick and that results in a pinfall. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think in the end, I think it would be for the better move to have Jay lose this for the bloodline simply because I think it would further progress the bloodline storyline. And I honestly, I want to see Seamus pick up the win because I think him versus Roman at at the rumble would be a money match. Lock it in. Yeah. I'm just going to parrot everything you just said. Um, yeah, I, I've always had my, my bit rolling around where I think, you know, Jimmy Uso and Sami Zayn uh, defending those titles could be a bit of a punishment for Jey Uso, possibly. Um, we obviously have the Owens and Zayn aspect at the moment uh, with them facing off. Um, potential bit of peace there. You know, some people are, have been picking for a while that Zayn's and Owens will take the titles off of the Usos. Uh, eventually when some sort of split happens, I'm less of a fan of that. Um, Drew McIntyre can always go. Ridge Holland and Butch are really showing us why they, you know, belong on the main roster and why they belong in that, uh, top tier of wrestling. I think they've put on some, some bangers and, uh, Um, yeah. I actually am of the mind that it would be Sami Zayn and Solo Sekiro that would steal the title. All right. I'll take it. Uh, there's definitely options. Anything that isn't Kevin Owens and, oh, and yeah. Sami Zayn. <laughs> 100%. Uh, and I'm with you. I think Sheamus versus Reigns is the um, the payoff to this match. Um, Roman Reigns has beaten damn near everybody at that upper echelon. Um, in, in the WWE, Sheamus is a solid uh, B-plus, A-minus player. He can play the top of the card. He can play the mid card. He can play anywhere around, uh, wherever you need him. Um, and yeah, as you said, I think he put on a great match at, at Rumble with Reigns. Um, and if it means he gets a big match win here, then uh, I'll always vote for it. Sheamus and Drew on the same team. It's going to get my support. In fact, the War Games match used to actually, at one point, the winner of the match, the one that scored the fall, got a title shot at a world title. Hmm. So that would be a fun way to bring that back um, with with that. Um, but then again, when they did that, that was um, when Goldberg was champion. <laughs> so, um, so everybody in the match was not involved, did not have a championship. Yeah. Um, and, and it led to probably Goldberg's best match with the DDP. <laughs> That's true. So, um... Yeah, that's why I threw out Sheamus winning the match, because I'd like to see him get a world title match. Mm -hmm. Solid. Well, let's go into our entrance theme of the week. When we come back, we will have that women's war games match still to talk about, as well as a bit of stuff from NXT this week. Uh... They are heating up at the moment, but when it comes to our entrance theme, uh, to celebrate Survivor Series, to celebrate Thanksgiving for those of you uh, in a country that celebrate it, it is none other than the turkey himself, the gobbledygookers theme, and it's planned for you now.
And you're back to wrestling round upon Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, I'm Greedy. He's Josh. Woman's War Games. We got on one side Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky, as well as Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. On the other side, we have Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a yet-to-be-announced surprise fifth competitor. Which will probably be Candice LeRae. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like um, we've... Maybe they'll throw us a boat and they'll give us a boat. <laughs> we've just hyped it. Like, you know, we, we've left it as TBA. Raw came and went. Um... Survivor Series is this weekend. I don't know. I feel like if it's like, and it's Candice LeRae, everyone's going to be like, oh, boo. And she might even get booed. Um, but I don't know. I, I just feel like if All you're right. leaving a TBA, okay. you've got to fill it. All right. It's not that interesting, but there is a name that could fill it. That could be last moment. Why don't you say Emma again? No. And it's because of Rhea Ripley. Okay. Beth Phoenix. Yeah. The options that I've seen bounded around mostly, <laughs> you've said two of the three, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Some combination of Beth Phoenix, Candice LeRae, or Becky Lynch um, as the, the three main options. Um, I have also heard Sasha Banks, but that, that's a lot quieter. I think that one might be a little bit of a, little bit of a stretch um, for people. But yeah. I, I would be fine with Beth. I do think Beth and Rhea uh, should get that one-on-one match, uh, and it would be it'd be a banger between them. Um, but in terms of you know mirroring people across from them, Rhea does have Mia Yim on the other side already. She sort of I guess accounted for in a way, um, and so I don't know. Becky Lynch is is I think the loudest name. Uh, to put it that way, not necessarily my most wanted, but definitely the one that people are screaming from the rooftops. Um, throwback to, uh, Bailey or damage control coming in and attacking during that Bianca Becky match. Um, if she's good to go would be the other question mark. Um, but yeah, that TBA spot is pretty, uh, interesting to think about. Maybe it'll be Emma. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the face. You're picking the faces. Yeah. Um, we picked against Bianca so much against <laughs> their damage control that it feels like I have to pick her just so she loses. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna continue the trend. I'm gonna pick the heels, and I'm gonna pick against <laughs> Bianca Belair one more time. Um, and it's I, definitely not because Dakota Kai is on that team. Fair. Um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a case where it's like, this match, I think, for me, is more interesting than the other one, simply because that TBA does mean that it could really swing the the flow of that match, mm-hmm. depending on who it actually is. That's true. Um, oh, I've also heard Tegan Knox is the TBA, yeah. just to throw out another name. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that's why I'm like, I'm going to go with the faces. I think... In the end, it will probably be Beth or or Becky. It's going to be a B. <laughs> um, in more ways than one. Um, and that whoever it is will be the deciding factor in the match. 
and will help Bianca conquer damage control, may, perhaps for the final time. I'm a, I'm going heel team. I'm going Rhea Ripley picking up the pinfall. Uh, I'm going. I'm just putting everything out there. After this, I will ask you for your uh, wild card prediction. I'm going Alexa Bliss turning. Uh, I'm going uh, TBA being Tegan Knox. Uh, I'm going Dakota Kai putting on a amazing match. That one's not too shocking, of course. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just overall heel domination um, of the other team, despite a return or uh, whoever TBA ends up being. Um. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. I can do whatever I want. It's my <laughs> prediction, okay? Yeah. But your okay. prediction, what's a wild will, card? What you going? My wild prediction, Sami Zayn wins the match for the men. <laughs> that is pretty wild. <laughs> um, Thought you were going to go with Shotzi wins or something. <laughs> no, no, I, I got to have sub-reality in the pe- pick. That's true. Alrighty, well, that is War Games rolled up with a nice little bow. Uh, we got, I don't know, about five minutes left. Let's take a look over at NXT. Uh, there's a few things, but we've got to talk about debuts and returns. Uh, scripts, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, you know, he's, he's had his weird messages, his threats against NXT. He shows up and it's Reggie in an orange and black mask. Yeah, hopefully they make him a better mask for next week. Because, uh, yeah, it was definitely not a good match uh, uh, mask, but he got to show off his athleticism again, and hopefully it leads to him being, like, Axum's, like, villain guy to work with for mm-hmm. a while, and that can actually help them both. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Reggie... We'd already seen from his 24-7 stuff, he has that acrobatics down pat. You know, you'd expect that with somebody with his background. Um, and I always wanted to see more out of him uh, from a wrestling standpoint than we were getting with the 24-7 skits. So sending him back to NXT, giving him that shot, building him up, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Not sold on the scripts gimmick, but... Uh, don't quite know what we're going to pull off yet. Obviously, was doing this weird leaving phone calls and uh, kind of aggressive piece, and that's kind of been dropped, but um, we'll have to see what's in store for the, I don't know, candy corn wrestler at this point. Uh, candy corn's orange and white and yellow. Uh, the black and orange pumpkin. I try to relate to Halloween here, and I really can't. Um, but well, you could have used a uh, in- independent wrestler named Halloween. There we go, <laughs> doing a deep cut reference there. And uh, you did Chikara reference. Yeah. Uh, we got main event: Wesley Carmelo Hayes, amazing match to put on a banger. Uh, Wesley walks out the champion, and then we get a return. That's been you know hinted at through the vignettes for quite a while. Um, we don't have to remember a long and complicated name anymore. We just have to simply remember DJack. Which is going to save you a lot of trouble. It is. Um, it was almost as bad as Tomato Chomper. 
um, I think the back, I think we do, need, the match was phenomenal. It did everything that it had to do, and it made, did not put the champion in a situation where it just looked like he beat the uh, challenger. He overcame him. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was the better per- person in the ring on that night. I think that's an important statement for Wesley, especially considering Melo had to, had dominated in NXT for over a year. And, and now we know who is his next opponent's going to be, and it's the returning Dijak. And they should have a banger. <laughs> I, I do worry that Wesley's reign might be a little short. True. But then again, Dijak never did win the title in the first place. So. <laughs> that is true. Um, and yeah, we've I mean, seen it, it before, it, a returning superstar sort of pointing at a championship, attacking a champion, and might not necessarily go after it. Um, or challenging the, the champion three times and losing all three matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder who I'd be talking about on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I I think I'm, I'm very interested in that match because I think it will be a phenomenal match. I doubt it'll be for the special that's coming up mm-hmm. uh deadline yeah because i i feel it feels like this is a few they should build over several weeks and they have like two <laughs> for that event um you know, as i quickly try and get the details up yeah nxt deadline december 10th uh hailing out of the performance center featuring the iron survivor challenges which we'll talk more about uh in the coming weeks but yeah, that is pretty much us for time. Do you have anything left that you want to throw out? No, I just think we're we're going to be in in for a good um, pay per view. I think the uh, Survivor Series is going to be pretty good because all the talent is in. Sweet as well. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling R&D upper, or Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D upper, or YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up. And we will see you next week with all of those results from Survivor Series War Games. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.